You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So as we're going through the third chapter of Tanit, we've been talking about situations where some people have to fast and some don't. So we're talk- we've been talking about, for example, a drought striking one city, but not another city. And the Mishnah addressed the question, well, you know, whose who's fault is it? And does everyone have to fast? But there are some calamities that necessarily strike the whole of the land of Israel. And the Mishnah, in the middle of the third chapter, starts to returns to these calamities. For these, they sound a blast in all places. And when the Mishnah says matri'in, they sound a blast, the assumption is that they also mean to cry out, to pray and to fast. In other words, when the Mishnah says they sound a blast, matri'in, it means that we've gone straight to the emergency level of fasting. So these are 24-hour fasts. These are bringing the Aaron Kodesh out into the town square, putting ashes and so on. So for these, they sound a blast in all places. And now there's a list. For shitafon, which is some kind of drying up of crops because of too much heat. That is some kind of blight or plant disease. And locusts. And this is another kind of locust. For evil beef, for wild beasts, and for the sword. And we we blow for these because this is a um it's a makah Literally, it's a blow that walks. In other words, it's a blow that spreads. You know, when locusts come to one city, they're going to come to another city. When the sword comes to one city, it's going to come to another city. In other words, once these things happen, the whole of the community needs to take action. And, you know, it's a very interesting list, this. I thought it was based on the the curses at the end of Devarim, which say, the sword, here's the shidafon, and here's the yerakon, and they'll hound you to your death. But I, I just discovered there's also a mention of these. Maybe these are very common curses because they're mentioned in the prayer of, De- of Solomon. Solomon, when he dedicates the, t- the temple, he prays that God will always remember the prayer of the people of Israel when they pray in that temple. So God listens to the prayers, not to the temple. And he says, oh, yeah, when there's a famine in the land, Rav Kiev Aretz. And then he has a list, Dever, when there's there's um, plague. And now he has our list. Shidafon, Yerakon, Arbe, Hasil, Kiye, Kiatsarlo, Oivaib, Eretz, Sharav. So when there's pestilence, blight, mildew, locusts or caterpillars, or in, if an enemy oppresses them in any part of their land, well, of course, this is the, 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 this is the Cherev. And then he expresses the hope that 
individual people will pray and God will listen. So the sentiment expressed by King Solomon as he's dedicating the temple, and he's thinking about all these kinds of disasters. This is not very far away from the Rambam when he says, you know, the purpose of the fast is to is, is to make people repent. And of course, the the Rambam knows this prayer of King David, and you, you can feel he may be draw, draw, drawing on it, just as the Mishnah seems to be drawing on it in this long list of blows that spread. Makah Mahalachet, blows that spread. And now we're going to have an example. It once happened that elders went down from Jerusalem to their cities. But the Bartonur says it is in the land of Israel. Although, very interesting, we are now going to go to Ashkelon, which is in the land of the Philistines. So we're kind of on the border of the band of it. We're on the border of the band of Israel. We're actually not far from Gaza. That it once happened, the elders went down from Jerusalem to their cities, and they decreed a fast. Because they saw in Shidafon a they saw in Ashkelon a Shidafon, a sort of heat stroke on crops. like the mouth of an oven. We don't really understand what. This means the mouth of an oven. Is that, I mean, I mean, clearly it might mean, you know, the crops affected were enough to make bread to fill the mouth of the oven. But is that a lot of bread or is that a little bread? Of course, you know, when we think about industrial quantities of wheat, it doesn't seem very much to us to fill, a, fill an oven. Maybe this, maybe this Mishnah means that even there was a tiny, tiny shidafon, only enough to fill the mouth of an oven, they still decreed a fast over the whole of the land of Israel. And it seems to be, that seems to be the tone of the Mishnah, because then it goes on to say, ve'od gazrutanit, and they also decreed a fast, al she'achluz evim shnei tinokot be'erev ha'yarden, be'ever ha'yarden. They decreed a fast because wolves devoured two children on the other side of the Jordan. So we're not even, we're not even in the land of Israel now, we're on the other side of the Jordan, and we've had we have two children. We have okay. We we have two two children who are injured, two children who've been devoured. And Rabbi Yossi comes and says, "Lo No, they weren't devoured. Ella al because they were seen. They were seen. And when Rabbi Yossi seems to be saying, "Okay, even if we get a, a distant hint." of something coming, we still need to make the whole of the people of Israel fast. And that feels a bit more like the Shidafon in Ashkelon was a, a small quantity of grain rather than a large quantity of grain. But the Mishnah seems to be saying, look, if something is coming, then we need to take action. We can't ignore it, even if it's small. And then some of these are, are big things. They are Eilu for these things, matraim bashabat. For these matters, they sound a blast, even on Shabbat. And this is really interesting because we don't blow the shofar on Shabbat, but we are going to blow a blast for these. Al ir shehikufa goyim or nahar for a city that was surrounded by Gentiles. So these are being attacked. This is a city that's being attacked. Or nahar, it's surrounded by a river. It sounds like this is a city that's being flooded. And for a 
for a ship which is um it's being pulled apart by the sea um it's being torn apart by the sea rabbi yossi says and now rabbi yossi is going to get into the question of whether we blow the shofar on shabbat or whether indeed we fast on shabbat because so far we said when the mishnah says matrim it doesn't just mean sound a blast it means we sound a blast we fast we utter the special prayers we we turn everything on um rabbi yossi says we sound a blast for help, but not for a crying out. I.e., Rabbi Yossi is saying, we're going to blow the shofar here to bring help. We're not going to blow it because we're going through the fasting business. And Shimon HaTemani says, Shimon HaTemani Omer Afal HaDever Velo Shimon the Yemenite says also for a plague, but the sages don't agree with him. A plague doesn't seem to be an, an emergency. And Maimonides does, does give the halacha here. He says, you know, we don't fast, we, we don't blow the shofar on Shabbat. And we don't fast on Shabbat, but we do pray on Shabbat. We, we do pray on Shabbat. So, and he says that the um, the halacha the halacha doesn't go according to Rabbi Yossi, so he doesn't agree that we sound the shofar for help, but not for for help, but not for for, for prayer. We do pray on Shabbat, but he says we're not going to blow the shofar on Shabbat for these emergencies. So he seems to take the view that we're talking about blowing it for outcry rather than for summoning an emergency help because a case case of pikuach nefesh if you could summon help on shabbat clearly you would do that thank you for listening to this edition of the daily mishnah podcast with benedict <laughs>